Welcome to the Loss and Lifting Talk podcast. The show is created to help you find your confidence by breaking down the complicated science of training and nutrition and turning it into simple, but more importantly, practical solutions that you can implement right away to start creating real results inside your body composition. We don't stop there either. We dive into the mental aspect of fitness to not only build a better body, but a better life all around. Podcasts were the medium where I learned and grew as an individual more than any other place in my life. The goal of this podcast is to give that back to you to start building the exact body and life that you know you're capable of. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Before we hop into today's episodes with a Q&A with Alex and I, I just want to quickly let you guys know that we are running a sell for our ladies only group coaching program currently. And what we're doing is we're giving the rest of the month of December for free, essentially, before you get into the new year. This is just a very easy way for you guys to get a little bit of a jump start on your training and your nutrition to give yourselves a little bit of momentum running into the new year. So in regards to the ladies only group coaching program, who is it for? The program is essentially for ladies who we're not necessarily working with brand new beginners coming into the gym. If you've never really paid attention to your nutrition, you've never really paid any attention to your training and never like really had any habits with it coming into the ladies group only coaching program probably isn't the best fit for you. But if you are somebody who has some experience, you've been in the gym, you've lifted maybe on and off or been consistent in the past, or you're currently be- being consistent, but you don't have any structure inside of your training coming in and allowing us to program your training for you, as well as allowing us to handle your nutrition for you with whatever your goals are. If you're trying to lose body fat, if you're trying to build muscle, if you're trying to create a recomp, whatever that may be in your personal situation, if you have some experience, but you feel like you're just lacking structure in how to get there, then the ladies only group coaching program would be a great benefit to you. And you can come in and get your first month essentially for free for the month of December to help yourself create a little bit of momentum going into the new year. And the good thing about starting potentially a little bit earlier than the new year, if that's something that you're looking to do to get some structure going in the new year to be able to attack your goals, well, what we can do through this month with the holidays coming up, you may not have as much structure in regards to nutrition, or you may not always be in control of your environment. Well, we can set you up in a way so that the rest of this month, we're essentially sending you through a primer phase where we're essentially, if you're trying to lose body fat, getting your metabolic rate, your hormonal profile and your habits in a position so that as you get to the new year and you have more structure in your day-to-day life without all the chaos of the holidays, you're in that perfect position to actually start that fat loss phase from there by building up momentum through the end of this year to get you in that position. And the cool thing about group coaching as well is that one, it's only for ladies, right? So if you want to come in and be a part of a group community of ladies who are all in the same process as you following similar training programs as you, but your nutrition will obviously be 100% tailored to your specific situation, your goals, your lifestyle, et cetera. What we can do is set you up in a way that it's cheaper than actual one-to-one coaching because it's in a group atmosphere essentially. And we'll take care of all of your training. We'll take care of all of your nutrition. We'll hold biweekly accountability check-ins with you to see how your body's responding to the current protocols that we have you on so that on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis, we can make adjustments to your nutrition as needed to ensure that your body's not plateauing and you're seeing efficient results from the efforts that you're putting in on a weekly basis. So if that's something that you're interested in, I will down below leave my email address 
and you guys can click on that. Shoot me an email in the topic. Just put group coaching and let me know that you're interested and I can send you all of the additional information on that with the different types of pricing structures that we have um, and the different options in that way. So if that's something that you're looking for and you want some structure heading into the new year, you're not necessarily looking for the big investment of one-to-one coaching. You want something that's potentially a little bit cheaper, but it's still result driven and has everything tailored to you in a way that works within your day-to-day lifestyle so that it's something that you can sustain long-term, shoot me an email and we can have a conversation about that. But that's really all I've got in regards to that. Alex, how you doing, man? I'm good, but busy. Um, Between just like Thanksgiving, I have my girl or my girlfriend's birthdays this week on Friday. And then we of course have Christmas coming up. It's just like the month of the year where I guess you could throw in New Year's as well, but it's like Thanksgiving. And then first week and a half of December is my girlfriend's birthday. And we have Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. It's just a whole lot between that. And then obviously setting up clients just to kind of be successful through the holidays. Um, I do find myself hopping on more calls around this time just to kind of discuss more of like the individualized aspect of like, okay, like here's what my month of December looks like. How can we navigate this to the best of our abilities? So just kind of appointments, calls. Um, of course, there's some back end stuff that we're kind of working on just to kind of go into the new year. So busy. Yeah. I agree. I feel like it's the same way. Everybody this time of year, there's lots of travel happening. People's environments are kind of changing, focusing directly on fat loss at the moment. For some people works great. And a, a lot of the clients that we work with, their goals are fat loss, right? But sometimes like getting into this part of the year, right around the holidays, headed into into Christmas and New Year's and lots of travel happening and whatnot. Kids come out of school in a few weeks. It just makes, it can make it very hectic to try to stay on point. And so coming up with plans to where maybe you're not so much focused on, and I've had episodes on this. I've, I've posted in the last month or two as well, where I was doing an individualized, an individual episode by myself, just breaking down your health and like your fitness journey that doesn't always, it can't always be directly attached to fat loss, right? There's going to be specific phases of life or environments or specific times of the year to where the goal should just be to try to keep momentum on your side, right? And momentum doesn't always mean continuing to lose weight. You have to get out of the mindset of thinking, okay, for me to be successful on my quote unquote fitness journey, that means that I'm consistently losing weight over time. But sometimes like the goal should be to just keep structure in your day to day where you're still training, but maybe you're a little bit more lax with your food and you're eating a little bit more, still trying to prioritize protein and whatnot. But maybe for a month or a few weeks, the goal is to just sustain the weight that you've already lost to allow you once you get through this time to actually be able to enjoy it, not feel as restricted, not feel as stressed during it. So that when you get to the new year, you're in a position to where you sustained what you had had created previously. You still have habits intact. You've still been training. You've still been paying attention to your protein levels. Well, now as your environment gets a little bit more lax and back to normal, now we can push you back into a fat loss phase and you've just, you've kept momentum on your side. So you don't get to the end of the year. And it's like, oh man, I've gained five, 10 pounds. Now I feel like I'm quote unquote, starting all over. I'm just still in a really good position to move forward from taking a little bit of that time off to be able to be a little bit more lax and enjoy to keep me in a better place mentally to be able to continue to 
create results into the long run. And I think a lot of people miss that. I will say what clients have found and just, I mean, think for yourself in general, like even if you're not a client, imagine like how good it would feel going into the new year, like with momentum rolling, as you said, or kind of like with the ball rolling, like I've already started this now. I'm just going to continue on like, you know, into the new year versus it being like, oh, it's January 1st. Like I'm starting when everybody else is starting, like get that momentum up now, like start working on just something just very, very simple. And something, I mean, that I have clients really working on is just like focusing on the environment, like focus on, like, if you do feel like it's a bit harder to stay consistent, you don't have to be perfectly consistent, but at least take something from that. Who are the people around you? You know, what's the feelings and thoughts that kind of go through your mind and go through your body? And, you know, do you feel like there's like a too little, like a, like an angel and a devil sitting on your shoulder, like one's whispering, eat, eat all the snacks and the other one's eating like, but I, you know, or the other one's saying like, oh, well, I don't really want to. It's like, which one's winning out in a, just a lot of that can kind of just basically, I don't know, just accelerate you into that new year and just while you, all your friends are kind of wondering like, what diet am I going to start? Like how many hours you know, of cardio do I got to do to burn off all these calories? You don't have to be in that same position as them. And it feels really, really freaking good just being able to do that. Yeah. And it takes work. It's not easy right? Like, because everybody's, everybody's so stuck in the mindset of success with fitness. Like if I'm, if I'm trying to eat better and I'm trying to, to prioritize my nutrition better than I have in the past. And if I'm in the gym working out, well, I damn well better see a result because of that. I damn well better be seeing the scale go down. And if the scale's not going down, then this isn't worth it. If that's your mindset, when it comes to training and nutrition, it's your weight and body fat is going to be something that you struggle with forever. Because at some point you have to look at your training and nutrition as mechanisms to a better life and the positives that that will bring to you mentally. And as a result, if you kind of lay that as your backbone, you look at your training, I train because it makes me feel better. I have more energy. I feel happier. I have, I have more accessible dopamine throughout the day. I feel like I've accomplished something in that day. If that's where you lay your foundation with training and with nutrition, if you look at it as like, I'm eating to fuel myself, I'm eating for longevity, I'm eating to have more muscle tissue on my body, which is going to benefit me into my later years. And that's your priorities. Then you can phase in fat loss phases or muscle building phases, but you're not looking at, oh, the only reason I'm focusing on this is just purely to lose weight. And that's why a lot of us get into this at first, but you have to get to a point to where you would focus on your nutrition and you would focus on like continuing to move your body and try to be a stronger, better version of yourself, regardless of if that's helping you lose weight or not. Obviously those are mechanisms, like you have to have those intact to be able to lose weight successfully. But at the same time, there's going to be different times in your life where we want to keep those habits up, but the result of that is not weight loss directly at this certain point in time. It's to maybe potentially set us up for a more successful weight loss phase in the future. And it's, it's hard to get into that mindset. But once you start looking at your journey over the long term, this isn't about how much progress you can make in one month. It's not about how much progress you can make in two months. It's about is what I'm doing something that I see myself sustaining in two, three years down the road, I can look back and still be doing these things consistently? Or am I going to be two, three years down the road 
burnout. I quit six months into it. And in two years, I'm looking back like shit, like I'm starting all over again. Like, let's get back on the horse and try this again. If that's you, you're going to yo-yo over and over and over. And so the biggest thing I'm always trying to get into, especially new clients head is like, this is a long-term game. Like if you messed up for one day, two days, that does not mean that you're starting over. It does not mean that like your, your journey is, is like, you've, you've ruined everything. It's just like, if you look at this over the course of six to 12 months, a couple of days off track every now and again is going to literally mean nothing. If you are able to get into that type of a mindset, it allows you to make one, make consistency a whole lot easier. And two, your motivation levels aren't going to go sky high and really low. And you're going to be battling that with that near as much. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, tough. And I think that I can really relate myself and I'm sure that you can really relate as well. I mean, heck, like that's why I started like in the gym in the first place. Like it was because I wanted to, well, I didn't want to lose weight. I wanted to put on weight. I wanted to go into high school, like not being a scrawny, like, you know, hundred pound kid. Like I wanted to put on some muscle. I wanted to wear a size that was bigger than a size small, like from the store. It's just like little things like that. But eventually you realize like just how many other aspects of your life are changed by being in the gym and like having healthy habits and routines and a good training program. And it's just like, Oh, like even if the body isn't changing at the rate that I originally thought, like you said, there's a much, much bigger picture of this all. And there's a quote that I really like. I don't know the exact quote, but it's just like, you can't, it's like you can't change if you're always basically stuck in the environment that made you sick. So it's like if you're thinking like, oh, I'm just going to change this for three, six months and I'm going to go back to, you know, if you're counting down, like when can I go back to doing what I was doing before? That's that mindset that's going to keep you stuck and yo-yoing up and down. So like if it made you, quote unquote, like sick the first time or if it made you unhealthy the first time, when you go right back to that, it's going to bring you right back to the old results. And so it's really just accepting that this is going to be a lifestyle shift. But the cool thing with that is knowing that it is a lifestyle shift, you're able to give yourself some grace because you realize like you are in this for the long term and not just to lose weight over the next month, two months, three months. Yeah. It takes away that pressure. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So many people, especially when they come in at first and like, if I bring in a new client, with a lot, the vast majority, I feel this pressure that they put on themselves at first. A like, lot of pressure. Yeah. So like, it's like, oh man, like, okay, say I signed up for you. I, I agreed to to work with you for starting out like six months. It's like, okay, I've got this six month process to like completely change everything and be right on point. And I, I don't want to mess up any of these days because I'm wasting my time. And if somebody comes in with that mindset, like the first thing I'll do is have a sit down be like, look, like, I know that you're committed for six months and, and you feel like you need to drastically change everything in, in these six months. And like, you're, but you're putting this crazy pressure on yourself to be perfect through these six months. By the end of it, you're going to be mentally burnt out to the point to where like, you felt like you had to be perfect. And once we're done, like, you're not going to have built skills that are going to last you when we're finished working together. You're going to be to the point like, oh, glad I'm glad that's over. Like now I can kind of take a little bit of a chill pill. When in reality, like 
take that chill pill as you begin and look at what like the purpose of a coach is to help you create something that's sustainable long term. That's why you shouldn't be following like a a super strict meal plan or trying to work out more days per week that you can actually be consistent with and you're just trying to grind through it. No, you need to build something that works within your day to day and understand that you're not going to be perfect with it. There's going to be days where you get off track. There's going to be vacations or there's going to be meals out with maybe your significant other or with kids that aren't going to be perfectly on track. But what determines your success long-term is how you respond to those times when you're not on track. And so instead of looking at it as like, oh man, I went out and had whatever I wanted. Like I sabotaged myself. Like, man, like I need to start all back over tomorrow. Like I, I can't believe I did that. No, you have to get to the point where it's like, listen, this is going to happen for the rest of my life. There are going to be meals that I have and, and times where I miss a workout or where I can't be right on point with my nutrition for the rest of my life. That is going to continue to happen over and over, regardless if you're working with a coach or not at that moment. So you have to understand that, okay, what matters is not, not maybe that meal that I had that was off track, but how I respond to it. Do I respond to it by stressing out and freaking out and going, hopping on a treadmill and burning off those calories? Or do I respond to it by like, oh, I already messed up on this meal. Let's just take the entire weekend off. Or do I respond to it as, hey, this was just one meal or one day. What can I do moving forward to just get back into routine, back into structure and accept that that happened, but not look at it as like a success or a failure, but just look at it for what it is and then try to put my best foot forward, moving forward to put me in a position to where I'm accumulating many more good days than I am bad days. And if you look at it from that mindset, it it takes away all of that pressure and it just allows you to accept, like, I don't have to be perfect, but if I just focus on persistence over the long term, I can actually end up where I want to be. And that's why I, I try to use that word with people. Like a lot of people will use the word consistency. That works great, but I much more prefer the word persistence because consistency can kind of lead to the thought process of like consistent. Oh, like I need to be consistent every single day. Like right on point with what I'm doing creates consistency. When the word persistence is I have it right up here. It just says not giving up until you succeed. I have a big, a big frame of the word persistence on my wall right behind me. And all that means is Essentially, I am going to mess up. I'm not going to be perfect day in and day out. But as long as I don't give up and look at those little mess ups as failures, but more so just as learning lessons that I can learn from and just focus on being persistent and putting one foot in front of the other in the next day and giving my best effort. Like if you do that for six months, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, your life is going to drastically change. Very much so. Absolutely. Very much so. Yeah. So do you have anything else? What's going on in your life, man? Anything fun? Well, what are you doing for your for your girlfriend's birthday? So I can't say totally. Oh, it's a surprise. It's it's still a surprise. Um, I will be able to share actually after the first week of January. Um, my surprise was basically booked out for the entire month of December, just due to like limited booking availabilities. So you will. If you're listening, have to wait, unfortunately, about another month until I share that. But what I can tell you is my girlfriend and I, right after Thanksgiving, went ice skating. And I have not been ice skating probably since, I don't know, maybe middle school, maybe like freshman year of high school, whatever. So probably like, I don't know, like, I don't know, would that be like eight years ago or something, eight, nine years ago? And 
in my head, I remember myself being a lot better than what I really was. I was <laughs> God atrocious at it. And what ended up happening was I was going around and around and I didn't apparently tie my skates well enough or like tight enough. And so all I remember is like, I don't even re remember like how I was skating, but I remember just like being full body, like in the air, like all at the same time, like not just like, oh, I slipped. It's like I'm laying like horizontally, like in the air and just like plopped straight down on my ass and it freaking like hurts. Like it was like, I guess oh, like the man. coccyx or whatever, like right in like that hip bone area. And as a result, my training's kind of been affected. But how long ago was that? To say, I, I freaking suck at ice skating. I, because before I was like, oh, I'm gonna be so much faster than you. Like I'm gonna be skating laps around you, then we get in and like, just walking on the ice rink, I was like a six-year-old little kid, like holding onto the side. And I was like, yeah. wait a minute, like, why can't I balance on these anymore? And it was fun. But yeah, I think I need to practice that a little bit more. How, how long ago was that? This was just after Thanksgiving. So within the last like 10 days. The last few days. That's funny. My wife asked me to go ice skating just a couple of weeks ago. And I, I've never done it before. And so I knew like I would get, and I've watched movies and, and like funny videos online and stuff of like people trying to ice skate for the first time. And you just look like a complete jackass. <laughs> you just can't walk. And uh, when she asked, I was like, there's no way in hell that I'm going to try that. Like, I'm not going to go out and try to have to learn and look like an idiot going around the ice, the ice rink for an hour. Cause I, I know myself, like if I'm probably not a good trait, but like I'm fairly athletic and like good at a lot of like different sports and stuff just initially like I have good hand-eye coordination and decent balance but I just know like if I get out there I'm gonna fall on my face at least a few times it's not something that I want to go through yeah it was just funny like looking into the stands and it's I mean it's a local ice rink and so it was just kind of like I mean some moms in the stands like watching their kids go around and around I was probably like I was probably close to like one of like the oldest ones there. It was a lot of just <laughs> little like middle school kids, like early, like high school kids. And there was a lot that were like younger, just like, I mean, probably like between seven to like 10, 12 years old. Um, and yeah, I mean, they were skating laps around me. It was kind of like sad watching the little, they have little, I don't know what you call them, like agility things like you have in like soccer that you can like jump over for like practice and stuff um i don't really know how to describe it but it's basically like they use them as like guiding sticks for little kids who like don't know how to skate and even the kids like with like the guiding hurdles were skating faster than like i was just like standing up fully on my skates and i was just, i looked over and i was like this is sad. Like these kids can't be skating faster than me like i'm i'm embarrassed to even be out here right yeah. now but i i gotta finish my time and so we stayed for about an hour and then an hour in. I was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Oh, <laughs> my right. feet hurt. My butt hurts. Like I need to go home. Do you guys get snow in St. Louis? Yeah, but we haven't gotten any yet this year. It, I How thought it, it used there? to come earlier. Let me, uh, I guess I'm using my phone for my webcam, but I want to say it's been probably in like the thirties and forties so um, for the most part. And it dips. I mean, overnight it gets like really, really freaking cold. So like, six seven in the morning i mean it's probably sometimes even in like the high 20s i'm not 100 percent positive because i would just rather not know um yeah. but yeah very cold and i assume probably like 
early like January or something, we'll probably start to get some snow and kind of into like February. That'd be my guess if I was not a weatherman, but that's what I'm estimating. That's that's how it is back um, in Idaho, where I'm originally from. Like right now, I think they're in like it gets into the teens, even in in the nights and the days are like 30s, 40s. And right now in in St. George and Southern Utah, where I live, it is gorgeous. Like this is my favorite time of the year down here. The summers are way too hot. It's like 110 to 120. But like from November to January, like the days are mid 50s, maybe like low 60s on like the really, really good days. Sunshine and it's my absolute favorite. We are actually talking about potentially moving back up to Idaho just to be closer to family and have more grandparents around, more family around, like for kind of just like that community and support aspect, especially as we think about maybe having an, another um, kid here at some point. But I get to this point of the year and it's like, man, I do not want know if I want to go back to that. I was sitting here thinking about it just because I'm looking outside right now and sun's out, blue skies, like it's just beautiful. I want to go play golf. <laughs> that is one thing I've always thought about, or I guess not always, but like as of late, knowing that like in the next few years, like I will be moving out. I've told myself I would love nothing more than to spend like the cold, like fall, wintry months in a warmer place and then use more of like the kind of warmer months to spend somewhere where it like would usually be like colder over the winter. But then I come kind of thinking, I'm like, I think that I don't want the snow, but then I feel like if I moved out of the snow that I'd then like look back and be like, man, like I missed the snow. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying because I came from the snow. Like I grew up for the first basically 30 years of my life with cold, cold winters and then moving down here, like to go back up North, like we're going back up North for Christmas and like, it's a lot colder, probably be snow on the ground. It's like, man, I kind of wish that I could just stay here. We've kind of been battling back and forth because we're trying to figure out like, okay, do we want to like, where are we going to set up our home base? You know what I mean? And then like, obviously when we moved to St. George, we ended up renting um, a house. It's a nice house. It's brand new, like everything that we need, but we're just renting it. And we came from owning a house back up in Idaho. When my wife and I first got married, we bought a house, we moved down here and started renting. And so we're trying to figure out like where we're going to set our home roots and it's like, okay, I'm like, we start out initially, like, let's build our essentially like quote unquote dream house, right? Like where we're going to be forever, like big, nice, big yard, like have everything in it that we want. And then the more and more we talk about it, it's like, would we rather that, or would we rather flexibility in regards to maybe having two homes in two different places, but then obviously like, we're not going to be able to build our dream house. We're going to have to potentially have like two smaller houses on like potentially like two smaller plots of land with not quite as much in each of those places. But then we have the flexibility to be able to, to like buy two houses for the same price, essentially as what we would build one big house for, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. man, for me, I love the, I love to be able to change the environment. Like up in Idaho, the summers up there are absolutely amazing. Like it's gorgeous. It's it's pretty hot. Like it's in the nineties, but you're up in the mountains. There's, there's lakes all around us. There's lots to do. There's boating, there's hiking, there's, there's golf, which I love to do as well. So like all of that is amazing up there in the summers, but then here in St. George in the fall winters and early Springs, like it doesn't get any better than this here too. So I'm kind of starting to feel like, man, I almost like the idea of 
two smaller houses to be able to change my environment, like when I want to change it, like how I, I don't know, it's more of a flexible style of life and not as traditional, right? Like people usually like, okay, I'm just going to live here. And like, so I'm going to set my home base, but that option to be able to like come back and forth and have two places to be able to change your environment whenever you want to, especially where I work at home. Like, so being able to change and travel and be back and forth where I want to be, I don't know. It's just starting to sound much more enticing, I guess. Though, or I guess that like flexibility was like a key read. Like I've always loved like personal training, but as far as like in-person training and like online training or coaching, like online coaching to me just always sounded so much more appealing because it's like I get to do what I love. Like I still get to help people like the ones who I mean, like there's people who fit better into like in-person coaching and like I'll happily tell them like I think you'd be a better fit here just kind of based on where you currently stand. And then there's the people who like maybe don't enjoy the in-person coaching, but like like the structure and the accountability that they get through like online coaching. I thought for me, it's like, I mean, that's the coolest job ever because I'm not locked into a specific place. Like I can yeah. be flexible. And I mean, with my girlfriend's job that she's going to have here in the next couple of years, it's like, she's going to be travel nursing. And it's just like, when you combine my job with like her job, it's like, she's travel nursing. She can be place to place. I can bring my computer. I can go place to place. And it's just like, there's no kids. There's no pets. There's no like commitments. Like we don't own like a specific property. So it's like, a lot of those kind of same thoughts are starting to like pop up for us where it's like, you know, where would we want to start spending our winters? Where would we want to start spending, you know, the different, you know, seasons? And it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good, I guess, like problem to have, like kind of, oh, like, where do I want to go type thing? But yeah, I mean, that is a huge, huge thing that I love just kind of being able to do is like, I can be flexible and I'm very, very thankful that, I have that component or like yeah. that accessibility. I forget about like that perk of what we do. Like, cause I'm just in it day to day. So, so are you right? Like you have the flexibility and so it feels just normal, right? Like you almost assume that everybody's that way until like I'll get around friends or family and realize they have just like a traditional nine to five job to where they have to be some somewhere every single day. And like their life is just kind of like, like they know what to expect for the next three to five years. If they plan on staying in that career, like same place, same house, same environment all the time. Um, it, it's just good for me, I guess, to like realize the flexibility that I have with what we do. Right. Cause you can literally work from wherever you want to. There's not somebody saying like, Oh, you have to be here at X time to do X thing. Whenever that, that may be like, I don't know. It is cool. and something that I forget to be grateful for sometimes just because like, it does feel so, no so normal, but yeah, I don't know. I just, if I get like at this point, there's no way that I could go back to, to working like a nine to five job and have just like a boss that expects you to be every there every single day that you have to answer to in regards to like X, Y, and Z and something that you're not necessarily passionate about, I guess. And I know that everybody doesn't have that privilege, but I, like for me, I also took a, a big chance on myself to be able to, to do what I do. And I know that you've done the same thing. Like you've taken a big risk, even working inside of lost and lifting, like sure. Like technically, I guess you could quote unquote, say that I'm your, your boss, but I don't really view it that way. I view us more as like a team with, 
with what we do. But yeah, it's just, it's interesting. So I, I realized that everybody like doesn't have that same problem. Like, oh, where do I want to live? Or, oh, should I build two houses or, or one house? But, but yeah. I always tell my girlfriend that like, I'm always bringing her up in check-ins because I've learned not to use myself as, as an example for like clients as like, to like what they should be doing because it's like, I know that they're not typically living the same lifestyle that I'm living. It's not like yeah. they can just like after this podcast, like I can go upstairs and make a meal at like one o'clock and come back down and, you know, work or whatever. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's a lot different. And for like that reason, it's like, I'm not sitting here telling people like, Oh, like, well, here's what I do. Like, here's when I train, here's how I fit this all in because it's, I mean, I know, you know, it is a bit easier, but then when you take someone that's like, you know, Hey, like they're going through classes and like they're working and they're doing this and they're, you know, they're doing this. Then it's like, maybe they can like relate to that a little bit more than like, Oh, we don't have an alarm in the morning. Oh, like you're in a different country. This, you know, this part of the year and yeah, very fortunate. Um, but definitely like understand that like not everyone can be in this position. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I wanted to hop into some questions, but mm-hmm. I actually, I like the length that we've gone into on this podcast that so we're just, I'm going to brainstorm this while we're recording. I think okay. that we end this episode and we can title it something about like mindset through December, essentially, because that's what we touched on at first, which gives a lot of good details. And then we can hop off and record another one and go through these questions pretty quickly in an, another episode. How do you feel about that? Feels good. Do you want to do that like right now or do you want to do that like like just like back to back or are you thinking about separating these? Um, Let's separate them. Okay. All right. You guys just heard our brainstorm plan. So this is the episode for this week. <laughs> oh, I so, didn't know that was like, I was like, oh, he's going to cut this out of the podcast, no, but no, we're leaving it all, man. We're keeping it raw. All right. All right. So uh, we appreciate you all for listening. Expect next week's episode to be a full on Q and a with three questions around nutrition and fat loss, essentially. Um, so again, if you guys have any questions about the group coaching, the ladies only group coaching that I mentioned before, my email will link be linked down below for you guys to, to send me an email, just saying interested in group coaching. I'll send you all over all of, all of the details and we can essentially get you signed up to where you'll get the rest of this month for free and set you up in a position to start creating some momentum into the new year. So let me know on that. Hopefully you guys are all having an amazing day and we'll chat with you very soon.